The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Hello, everyone. Can you hear okay? Is this, is this too loud? No. It seems awfully loud to me. So this is a cozy little group. <laughs> nice to see so many friends here. All you compassion wallace. <laughs> so here we are on New Year's Eve, and um, another year has come and is about to leave us. Are you all set for the new year? Yeah, pretty much. So um, I only have a few minutes here, but I wanted to talk about something <clears throat> today that I've talked about before, but that comes up in a lot of um, discussions that I have with people. And um, <clears throat> I'm going to try to do this hour <laughs> talk in 15 minutes here. So uh, what I want to say is, uh, what I'd like to talk about, I should say, is that uh, all of us are uh, a mixture of things. We're, we're not just one way all the time. We're, we're constantly in flux. We're constantly changing. Um, the experience of our life energy is always in flux. It's never the same. It arises, it abides for a while, it passes away. We watch all of this in our meditation. And um, it's the same for every one of us. This is, this is common humanity. We are all subject to uh, the changing nature of life. And <clears throat> how we basically relate to this is really important because it determines whether we are um, able to begin to make choices about um, what we will, choices about our actions, our choices about what we will allow into our life, or whether we just go down the rabbit hole of old habits and um, the momentum of those habits that take us over the cliff time and time and time again. So, <clears throat> and these habits are generally p patterns where we're, pa uh, patterns of reactivity where we're trying to avoid something that doesn't feel good and we're trying to find some place of comfort and safety. Um, which makes sense because who wants to be where, who wants to not feel good when they could have comfort and safety? But the truth of the fact is that of the matter is that there's really no certainty or security anywhere in life, and uh, the more we insist on things being solid and unchanging, the more we're likely to get into trouble. So. Um, what do you do about a situation like this in your daily life experience? So we come and we, we sit for a morning or an afternoon or 
you know, a month or two of meditation and we watch things in our, our meditation and our minds eventually quiet down enough that we begin to see things with a little bit more clarity or a lot more clarity if we're lucky. Um, and, but then we go out into the world, into our daily life experience, and it's a whole different ball game, you know. So what do we do when we get triggered by something and we're about to default to our old ways of dealing with it and, and not even knowing that we're about to default to, to these things? So I want to talk about this a little bit because one of the things that we can do that's We've heard this instruction a million times, but it's something we need to pay attention to. In the middle of an event where we're being triggered, a situation where we're being triggered, we can pause. We can take a moment and pause and take a breath. And In that moment, it doesn't make whatever is triggering us suddenly disappear, but it breaks the momentum of that, react, of that reaction so that we have an opportunity to see what's happening rather than to be caught by what's happening. And even if we get caught by it, the pause allows us to name the fact that we're hooked. Does this make sense? If you pause and take a breath, you realize, oh, I'm really getting anxious about something. I'm really getting uh, angry about something. Something's really going on. If you can just pause and take a breath, this is a very practical thing. Pause and take a breath. You can at least name, I'm about to be hooked, or, oh, this is being, I'm hooked. I'm going to get hooked. This is what hooked feels like. Okay? So it's really important to recognize the place within us that we get hooked. Because some people, you know, they have a physiological response. They feel it in their solar plexus or in their stomach or their shoulders get tight or their jaw clenches or something like that. So to begin to recognize within this place of, of being hooked, you just, you know, you begin to recognize it. And you can become very familiar with this place of being hooked because... Um, you can then begin to to notice, are there certain thoughts that come up when that happens? You know, do I start to think of myself as like, oh, you know, I'm never going to learn this. I'm always going to be late. I'm always going to... These thoughts just come up. And these thoughts also have a momentum and a power behind them that really hook us. You see? And it's not the content of the thought that's the problem. It's this place of being hooked that's the problem. And we get lost in the thoughts. The thoughts are a way of distracting ourselves at that point. So um, that's where we get stuck. So um, how do you get unstuck? 
So there's three things that I'm going to offer to you in the next three minutes here. <laughs> and the first is there's three steps. And the first is to acknowledge that you're hooked. That's the most important thing. To acknowledge that this experience that you're having is an experience of being hooked. It doesn't have to be a major upheaval. It could be a, a minor inconvenience. You want something to be a certain way and it's not that way. And there's this place of resistance. You want things to be other than the way they are. And so basically you're abandoning yourself. You're, you're missing out on your life because you're going here. So the first thing is to acknowledge that you're hooked. The next thing I've already given you is to just simply pause and take a few breaths. Just interrupt the momentum. You can just try this in very practical, simple, bite-sized ways. And then the last thing is to relax about it and just move on. Don't make a big deal about it. Just do what you can do and then let it go and and move on. So we're at this time of the year where people start reflecting upon, oh, I should have done this last year. I wanted to do this. I didn't do that. I'll do this next year. And we have all of these great intentions. But we're playing the same patterns over and over and over and over again until we can actually get underneath the narrative of what keeps us away from this place of feeling this raw connection to whatever it is that <laughs> is disturbing us or scaring us or making us feel uneasy. And <clears throat> to turn in, so we've heard um, the instruction that when something like this occurs, to turn and be with it. You see, but it's not so easy to turn and be with things that you don't know what they are. So the first thing you have to do is, or the first thing we have to do is simply to recognize that this is each one of us. I don't think there's a person in the room who doesn't know what I'm talking about. Each one of us have felt this place where something is wrong. I'm about to... I'm about to freak out, I'm about to be angry, I'm about to be compulsive, I'm about to be one way or another, you see? And um, this is a very transformative practice. This is a very profound and deep practice, but um, it it really requires that we're able to remain open and receptive to this life energy that's moving through us in flux. And when we're able to turn and be with it, we see that this experience is a process like every other process. Just like a thought comes and passes away and an emotion comes and passes away and a sensation comes and passes away, this experience of being hooked arises and passes away. You see? So the third thing is relax, don't make a big deal about it, and move on. This is a way that you can bring a compassionate, a self-compassionate response to your actual direct experience.
And um, <clears throat> the, the real problem is the ignorance that won't acknowledge that we're actually hooked. That's the problem, you see? So we get hooked, but we don't acknowledge that we're hooked. We're, we're ignorant of the fact because we get hooked by what's triggering us, or we think that it's the trigger that's, that's the trouble, rather than this place of being hooked. They're two different things, or several different things, but if you can turn and be with this place of being hooked, you begin to see that um, it's a doorway into insight. And um, the last thing I can say here is that it's this process of staying awake requires, it really requires compassion. You have to be kind in order to be able to pull this off. And um, it's, it also is a way that you can interrupt the momentum of whatever it is that has caused you to reach this point. And, and in that way, you can refrain from doing harm to yourself or to other people. So in a very simple, pragmatic way, if you were about to be angry, you know, and you, you caught that you're hooked here, don't, you don't have to act it out. You don't have to speak it out. You can simply just let it be what it is and watch it arise and pass away. Now, <clears throat> you can't do that with big things right away. So the instruction and the advice, and this is my New Year's gift to you, <laughs> is do this in small bite-sized pieces. Um, because if you practice in ways that aren't, enor- there, there's not a lot at stake, you begin to get the feel and you know the territory and you begin to gain a kind of confidence and strength about this. But if you wait until something major, some major catastrophe has arisen, um, it's not likely that you're going to be able to deal with it very well. So you have to be realistic and, and kind to yourself in that way. So be a good friend to yourself. You'll be a good friend to other people. And um, you'll have a happy new year. So those are my thoughts for the morning. Thank you.